0: Welcome to all about that k-pop life where we get into the good the bad the ugly and the weird stuff in between let's get into it all right welcome to this episode of all about that k-pop life
1: where we talk about the good the bad the ugly and the weird stuff in between
0: Yes, and talking about all of those things together sum up the <laughs> career of Rain, also known as B, also known as Jung Ji Hoon. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know who Jung Ji Hoon is, uh, Rain, aka B, is like literally the quintessential solo star in K-pop, I guess you could say, or just Korean music in general, like K-pop mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, when you think about like that solo star who stands out, who has the quote unquote Michael Jackson effect, I think you can kind of put that on Rain, which is a little different than like a Psy. Like Psy also yeah. has that 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 factor, but Psy is like very much a caricature, like in his own, like. Nobody else exists that's like Psy. You know what I mean? Psy
1: is unique on his own way. He's amazing in his own way. Yeah, Right.
0: And we're not saying that Rain is not unique. We're just saying that, mm-hmm. like, Psy has his own lane that nobody else really goes into because nobody right. else really can. With Rain, it's like, he's kind of like the leader of the pack when you think of, like, solo mm-hmm. artists in uh, K-pop. And that can be both good and bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he comes, you know, considering his start, we talked about him before because, you know, my journey into the K-pop fandom started as a cloud, you know, mm-hmm. finding Rain by watching like his shows and just finding out who he was as a singer, but like just really diving into like his discography and like his history. Um, if you don't know the history of Rain, he actually started in a boy group back in the 90s um, is when he debuted. And um, before that. He had a rough time trying to come out, even after debuting in a boy group that didn't, you know, stay together for a long time. It did. He he struggled a lot to try to debut because a lot of people told him that he wasn't good looking enough, that he was too big to be a dancer, as far as like his height and mm-hmm. his uh, wingspan. And you know, he came from very humble beginnings. Um, his family didn't have much. Um, His mother passed away when he was younger. And so he he dealt with a lot in trying to debut, and he finally did under JYP. And as a technically first generation artist, he kind of broke through a lot of barriers as far as music goes and as far as performances go and as far as looks go as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And even his transition into becoming a global star was unique at the time. Um, I think artists in Korea were just starting to kind of open that door. And he was one of them. Um, you know, being ninja assassin. If you're familiar with ninja assassin, that's Rain. That's who we're talking about. If you, that's don't know K-pop. an insane
1: movie. If you guys haven't watched it, I mean, it's been a couple of years now, so probably the CGI and all that stuff is a little bit different. But like, it's a pretty. If you're a fan of like that sort of stuff, that's a pretty good movie to watch.
0: Yeah, like him doing that and there was an interracial couple thing mm-hmm. going on with that movie too that was pretty dynamic at the time he was in uh, Speed Racer he was in a few other films as well mm-hmm. um, and then also a lot of people don't know that he collaborated with a lot of American artists including um, Omarion which was really random <laughs> <laughs> but kind of cool <laughs> um, and he actually sold out uh, Madison Square Garden so much so that Puff Daddy who was P. Diddy but known as Puff Daddy at the time was like who is this guy So out Madison Square Garden. So like, <laughs> he had a lot of firsts and he had a lot of like really cool um, experiences in the industry. He was one of the first K-pop stars to be on late night television here in the States. Like, He pretty much helped open that door. The way that we're able to see BTS and a lot of other artists show up on these shows and do these things, Rain was one of the first to do that, for them to be able to now move forward and do that. So just to give you some backstory on who he is as an artist... Just because you're a great artist and also a great actor, you know, we have Full House, we have all the things we just mentioned. And in Korea, most recently known as Ghost Doctor, which, if you haven't seen that K drama, it actually is really good. You should go watch it. All of that said, being a great performer, a great singer, a great dancer, an influencer of an entire two, three, four, five generations after him, people are still performing his songs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That doesn't necessarily mean that you're the greatest businessman.
1: Right.
0: And that's part of why we're having this conversation about rain right now. Um most recently at KCon, um, he performed and typically his performances are high energy, everyone's excited. But this one was a little different.
1: Yeah, the crowd was the crowd was not happy with rain. I think that's the best thing that we can say right now. Not everybody, but a lot of them were just You know, hurt at the fact that the managing of the groups that he's been involved with or that he has through his company have not been doing so great throughout the years. Uh, The most recent one being Cypher, uh, who just lost, what, like four members? That's pretty much what all the buzz is about. You know, Rain not being a good manager of the group. And um, there's a lot of talk about him abandoning groups as he goes like he gives them all their his support in like the first month or so and then kind of just like goes away for a bit um which you know i think at this time it would just be best to like figure out exactly how much involvement he has in these groups and in the company itself when he's still like an artist that's constantly putting out music, constantly being on shows and stuff like that. So
0: Yeah, so let's go back into time a little bit. So we mentioned before that Rain was with JYP. JYP is another essential quintessential solo star in the K pop realm. Um and has his his uh entertainment label JYP if you know it's JYP. Um uh, <laughs> <which is laughs> JYP. That's another person who is essentially a caricature that really just stands in oh his own lane. <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic. Um, so I do know that while Rain was there, he did try to separate himself quite a bit from JYP. So- well, I don't think it
1: worked. <laughs> I don't think it worked that well. <laughs> it didn't. He's almost like a copy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of him. Uh, you can hear a lot of his influences, not just in his yeah. other artists, but definitely in Rain. And um, you know, Rain, he was ambitious, or he is ambitious, and he he sought out to start his own uh, company, and it was J-Tune Entertainment, which then became J-Tune Camp. And with that, he had a really big artist by the name of M. Black, and if you're not familiar with M. Black, you need to get familiar. Um, They're technically listed as being on hiatus, um, Mm -hmm. even though they're not active and probably won't be active. Um, one of their members being Thunder, who, if you don't know, is actually Sandera Park's brother, mm-hmm. uh, Sandera Park, of course, of tw- 21 uh, from YG. So they had a promising career. Everyone essentially loved them. I have quite a few of their songs on my playlist, <laughs> <laughs> but it just didn't work out the way that it needed to with them. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate for the artist because it's like you have all these fans still to this day that have nowhere to kind of exert this energy because they don't really exist anymore. Right. And it's like we've experienced that with other, you know, with this mm-hmm. fandom and other things that we've, we, uh, we, people we like listening to. But like it wasn't even just in Black. It was also a girl by the name of 2X mm-hmm. who had a very short two-year run. And then also Madtown, who a lot of people are still upset about. Um, yeah. Another boy group that they're upset about. The major thing that happened at the company that happened early on, even before some of these careers kind of took off, was there was an actual lawsuit against Rain and the agency. And this mm-hmm. is back when they were known as J-Tune Entertainment. And it may be why it changed from J-Tune Entertainment to J-Tune Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some financial issues happening in that particular lawsuit that um, they said that the company invested two billion won, but rain and other shareholders of J tune also J tune creative was another name for the company embezzled their money by falsely registering the company's stock assets worth 2.5 billion won and claiming the 2.2 billion won total fee for rain's modeling work were unreasonable. Mm. So um, they were cleared of charges apparently with that, Um, But they did indict two officials at J-Tune for embezzling 900 million won on the firm's money used to acquire a larger stake in the agency. So while it's not really clear that they were fully guilty of what was happening, somebody was. um, Mm -hmm. So it was a little messy there. And then eventually, with what damages and things that were happening to the company, J-Tune actually merged with JYP and became a subsidiary of JYP. Um, So... There's a lot of blurred lines about who owns what, who's in control of what, what's happening there. And in that, when you typically have a merger or acquisition of a company, there are things that get lost in between. The Mm -hmm. priorities kind of shift from what maybe one company thought was a priority to what the other company thinks. "Mm, Maybe we don't want to invest in that. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. careers can drop at that time. And a lot of that is what happened to the groups that were managed um, under the company.
1: I think also, like, talking about the timing of it, because Rain had recently gone into um, into his military mm-hmm. uh, service, and then everybody was expecting him to come back and take over the groups again and mm-hmm. making them... But then the merger happened.
0: And also... While he was in the military, there was also quite a little bit of a scandal with Rain. While he was in the military, so that also that also didn't help the situation. So the scandal that happened in the military with Rain and with Seven,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: dealing with them going to places they didn't need to go to, um, Seven caught the brunt of that scandal more than mm-hmm. Rain did, um, but I'm sure that did not help in the middle of all of these things that no, were going on. Not at all. So. Um, this kind of almost repeated itself now because in most recent years, you know, Rain has just been promoting as himself. Mm -hmm. Um, He did work with some other artists, released some more albums, and then he formed Rain Company. Mm -hmm. And when he formed Rain Company, he had, you know, actors and he was on a reality show in which they were picking people and whatnot. And in the midst of all of this, he formed Cypher. And... Cypher debuted, and, you know, his wife, who is, if you don't know, he's married to one of the most famous actresses in Korea, (laughs) Kim (laughs) Tae-hee. And um, his wife even, you know, showed up in their music video, and they seem to have a favorable debut. It may not have been as big as he may have thought it would be, but it Mm -hmm. was pretty favorable, and they have a Mm -hmm. lot of fans. Um, Still
1: to this day, a lot of fans. A lot of fans.
0: And it just it didn't there's still the rumblings of the financials coming mm-hmm. out, the question of does rain did Rains still have ownership of this group? Was he still managing them? The rumors of somebody else having a fifty percent stake in it, the rumors of the rain company falling under mm-hmm. um not being able to afford buildings and all this other stuff. And yeah. it's like, you know, at what point at one point is it just hearsay? versus this is what's actually happening versus okay maybe the artist shouldn't be the manager shouldn't be the yeah. business person it's like how do we how do we maybe. separate the man from the talent from the business at this yeah. point
1: and also like knowing that he himself as an artist like he promotes a lot for himself mm-hmm. which I mean, he's still relevant to this day. He's still beloved to this day, whether or not he's got the groups or not. He himself, as an artist, is very famous. Um, And, like, it just how much of that time can you actually put into a group when you have to put into yourself as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So is it time to maybe just be like a stakeholder and just let somebody else take the reins, which is honestly what I thought from the start was like, he wasn't fully involved in it and he was just, you know, he had the company, but no, um, it um, we just... It's time to kind of just let that part go and maybe move on to something else and just keep promoting yourself as an artist. And then like Precious said, let somebody else take take the reins.
0: Yeah, because uh, even seeing... Because, I mean, we've seen in K-pop, like even the group debuts, sometimes you'll see mm-hmm. them on like competition right. shows, which I still to this day don't really understand that because it's like you I already are get an get artist, so why would you be competing? But anyway, uh, you can call me... Done for that. You can put in the comments. <laughs> well, is this just
1: because they they want them to be more famous, like they want to people to know them more? But at the same time, it's like, is this actually helping or is it hurting you?
0: Right. And so that's the question with Kita, who is a mm-hmm. member of Cipher, mm-hmm. and he was a part of the Mnet audition program Boys Planet, which blew mm-hmm. up. Like everybody knew about Boys Planet, whether you knew about K-pop right. or not, that was huge. And um, Hyunbin competed in the audition program Fantasy Boys. So mm-hmm. with that, there was actually I think Kida was supposed to be a part of the upcoming boy band Even E V N N E, and um, with six under contestants from Boys Planet, and they're going to debut under Jellyfish Entertainment before the end of this year, or you know it's happening this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So Kita it, it doesn't Kida and Hyunbin are still the remaining members. Two of the remaining two of the three remaining members of Cipher. After Tan, Tag, DoHan, Juan, and Wan left the group, and some of them are one of the most popular members of the group. Mm-hmm. The four that actually left, and a lot of people don't may not know this. If you didn't watch Ghost Doctor, Tan was actually in Ghost Doctor with Rain. Um, he was one of the main characters that was in there with him. So it begs the differ. Like, what is? What was the actual relationship with Rain and the members of Cypher? Mm-hmm. And then what's happening now? Yeah. what's What does mean, the future hold for them?
1: And I mean, like, all we know, like, for their separation, you know, it's all about, like, you know, they just talk, talked about it throughout a long time. And then they, made, they came into a mutual decision of just leaving and for personal reasons or whatever. But... It's like, it's, it's just not clear, very clear as to what's going on. And also, like, there was a lot of talk, I guess, sometime last year about how they were going to be having, like, concerts out here. But up until what point, if a group is no longer willing to be a group, do we say, oh, it's the company's fault, or what if the members themselves decided that they didn't want to be part of the group, which can always happen.
0: So Cypher had actually had a planned activity, even though they were inactive for about a year after their most recent debut. Um and they had like a rebranding too with the clues and remember Mm -hmm. they had that whole rebranding era and then they kind of went silent for a while. Um, and so they actually had a planned activity. It was the K-Pop All-Stars Music Festival, but it was actually abruptly canceled and the fans were kind of wondering what was going on. It was supposed to happen in Indonesia. They are saying that the, the I'm the World Entertainment Company involved in organizing the event failed to provide any promotion after Cypher's welcome video was posted on Instagram. They also mentioned that the ticket prices were a bit too much to have the talent that they had there for the festival And that caused, quote-unquote, low interest in ticket sales. And that's why the festival was canceled. So that essentially was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back Mm. when it came to Cypher. And then the announcement of Khan Ale came out. And it was shown that Rain was a lineup for KCon LA. So all of those things kind of came back to back to back to back because they're like, okay, well, your group just got canceled off of this festival Mm -hmm. and now you're debuting, you're being announced that you're going to be at KCon LA. The fans are like, well, how are you promoting yourself? But you're not promoting this group. And like you said before, when you're the artist, and essentially, he's not only the artist; he owns his company, and essentially is managing his career at this point. Mm-hmm. So he has to be out there, like you're saying, promoting himself, doing the music videos, yeah. doing social media, getting out there in front of everybody, and t- trying to sustain his career. And he's up there. I want to say he's up there in age because I'm not that far behind, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. Being an artist, you know, in your 40s in Korea is a little different than being an artist really in your different. 40s anywhere else. Like we have somebody like Beyonce, who's on a massive world tour at the moment, well into her 40s. And everyone is coming out in droves to see her. And there mm-hmm. is no stopping of her popularity. Whereas in Korea, you have somebody like Rain, who is in his 40s now, too. And they're like, mm, he's getting a little old. I just, she's out here still performing. Maybe he should sit down. Maybe the fans, you know, there's a bit of an age Uh, discrepancy when it comes to the Korean artists so Mm -hmm. shout out to him for trying to maintain that longevity Mm -hmm. because age is just a number if you're still able to perform you're still able to perform but in doing so That I can see how there would be some form of neglect because what it Mm -hmm. takes to be a creative, what it takes to to manage your career is a lot. And we only know this on a small scale with what we do. But to be a major legendary artist and to essentially, yes, you have a team, but to be at the helm of that team and you are the solo artist, there's nobody else for you to kind of rely on. There's no group members. There's nobody you can Mm -hmm. sit back on to take a break. You essentially have to do that. Mm -hmm. And now on top of that, you're managing the the other careers of this other group that's coming up that you're trying to build and you may have great intentions to do so Mm -hmm. but if it just doesn't work it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and then there's things that you can't release to the public because number one they don't need to know number two you also can't talk about these things because Mm -hmm. of business contracts and laws and stuff like that so when you present yourself to the public and the public is aware that these things are happening, or they're just aware of the silence of these things happening, and then you come out they're they're gonna put all the blame towards you because you're the face of all this stuff so that, unfortunately, that's what happened and with k k l a that didn't help with that performance either.
1: no, and I think also like if we go and and start looking at the other. You know, artists that also have companies that also have like, you know, we have JYP, but JYP is JYP. And then we also have Sai. Psy also has his own company and manages other groups. But I feel like they're so big already that they have enough of a team to help that artist manage those groups. But even so with the business stuff, that kind of that doesn't take away from his artist
0: legacy and what he's done for the industry. But based on what happened at the most recent KCON, you can't really tell that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, Black Ocean in its history itself is more of like either it's a fan war or it's just showing disapprovement of what they think an artist is doing or a group is doing or whatever, which we saw with Rain. Everybody, um, it, I mean, it wasn't really a full on Black Ocean but you could tell that the hype wasn't there as it was for the other groups. So if you're not familiar with what a Black Ocean is, is literally when you're at a concert, it usually happens when there's multiple artists um, presenting at this uh, concert. And then you have, you know, everybody has their last light sticks. Everybody's chanting and going off and going crazy. Literally, all the light sticks are shut off. Everybody stays quiet and they just no energy whatsoever given to the artist as they're performing. And a lot of the times, it, you know, they're able to like move past it and keep performing and doing their thing. But there's a lot of times too that it, you can tell it has affected their energy on stage. Um, so like I was saying, it's just a way to show like the disapproval of a, a group or something. Um, but with Rain's most recent Black Ocean, it was more of a protest that, you know, what's going on with, with Cypher, and you could hear some videos of people saying lights lights off and, you know, with some car in there, but I'm not going to say them. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not everybody that's shutting off their lights. It's not everybody that's stopping and not sharing for him because so, you can hear some of the crowd, like, still going off for, for him, and you can still see some light like, sticks, but it's just not... At the same uh, intensity as it would usually be. So, we're not sure what's gonna happen with Cypher um, with the three members
0: that are left. Um, it was announced that they would be acting as solo artists until they're able to rebrand as a group and debut again. And I'm hoping that's not something that turns into an indefinite hiatus because thinking from their point of view, you know, them being able to work with a legendary artist and being able to debut and finally get their shot as something they worked so hard for, that they studied for, that they they studied music for, they studied dancing for, that they, you know, practiced so hard for, and mm-hmm. then to have, to be able to debut and then not go as well as they thought it would as far as like notoriety and being out there, And I'm not taking away from their success at all. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, there's some feelings there because four of them are no longer part of the group. So right. for them to now think about, like, what's next? What do we do? All of the members, the ones that are left and the ones that, that left the group, thinking about, what's next for me? Mm-hmm. Like, how can I move forward from this? You know, I trusted this guy. I trusted this company. So just thinking about them in this time, like how they're feeling and yeah. how did You know, if they're dejected, if they feel like maybe they're not going to come, excuse me, if they're dejected or maybe feel like they're not coming back into the industry. You know, it's really sad to think about because there's a lot of artists that, you know, if it didn't work out or if they left, they're no longer in the industry. They have regular nine to fives like everybody else or some of them have part time jobs at cafes or some of them are back in school or left the country. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, it's kind of sad all the way around, sad for Rain to see. Kind of like his legacy, have like a tarnish that the, the newer generations are kind of putting on to him now. And then also for Cypher, for them not to be able to be what they initially sought out to be.
1: Yeah, I hope that, you know, moving past this and, you know, in their future, they able to do whatever it is that their heart desires and that it works out for them for the better. Um, it's just. There's so much stuff that goes into it that you never know what could happen with a group. And it's just something that's so uncertain. And there's so many groups that just people don't even know about that, you know, weren't able to make it. And I hope for them that they're able to, you know, the four members that left either go into a new group or just expand into something better.
0: Yeah. I mean... With rain being who he is, like, the consensus is, is that he'll survive this because he is who he is.
1: Oh, definitely. But
0: at the same time, I hope that things are learned that need to be learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. And things are done that need to be done. And then also, you know, there's no clear villain here in this situation. Um, like, specific, like, when we hear of cases of stuff like this happening, usually there's a clear villain in that case. There's no clear right. villain here, you know, like... Business it's is nothing business. like
1: Omega X, no, you know,
0: like definitely at not. all.
1: So it's <laughs> yeah. just a, a mismanagement, uh, like a business stuff. Like yeah. we don't actually know exactly what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be anything from business and money, financial troubles or anything like that to like actual, you know, whatever you would want to call it. But I don't think there's, it's anything like what we would see with, omega x or these other groups that have gone through like horrible things with their companies. Yeah. Or a 50/50 situation in which Right. So oh circle back
0: to our first episode, uh Jesus. the judge actually <laughs> <laughs> decided against 50/50. So yeah, that's oh, a whole yeah. Yeah, yeah, their their career is pretty much done, but that's done because they made it done. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't mean to laugh at that, it's just, you know, it's just yeah. it's just it's just sad all around. But um and the business of K-pop is is not for the lighthearted, we should say. It's
1: not, and it's very intricate and just like a freaking maze. When you think you're going to do something one way, it just ends up working out a different way, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. Grace, grace all around for everyone involved. And then we wish the best for everyone. (laughs) That's right. Involved in this situation. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Ciao ciao. And y'all, we just gave you a very small summary of all mm-hmm. the things that we have read and try to understand just like you. We're coming at you from Made by the Fans for the Fans contest. Right. We are fans ourselves and we're just trying to figure it all out just like you are. We're just voicing our opinions on it. So feel free to join the conversation. Send us emails, send us comments, all the fun things. Uh let us know what you think about this situation, and we'll keep the conversation going. We'll be back. Ciao, ciao. Oh, yeah. oh, we yeah. yeah.